Pastor Joe. And I'm Kirsten. We've served in church leadership for over two decades. And most of that, we've been on staff together. We're here to talk about our faith, family, and ministry. Welcome to Under the Hood. You know, one of the cool things about living in Northwest Arkansas is that you're close to a lot of stuff. And one of the things that you're close to is Branson. Oh, my word. And you know, we're not real big Branson people. I mean, we think Branson's cool. It's the Christian Las Vegas. The Christian Las Vegas. But Branson's a cool... I mean, Branson is a cool place. I, I'm not going to lie. It's cool. But um, we went over to Branson on Friday night. We took our boys and a friend, and and uh, we went to go see Esther at the Sight and Sound Theater. And it's it their, was so good. It was way good. And if you don't know what the Sight and Sound Theater is... <clears throat> there's a couple of them um, in our neighborhood. There's one over in Pennsylvania. Yeah, there's one in Pennsylvania, and Lancaster, in Pennsylvania, and one in Branson. And it is, they put on these multi-million dollar performances, and it is amazing. They've got their own theater, and it's, I've never seen anything like it. Okay, so I have to tell you, the first time we went, we went and saw Jesus. It was funny because um, COVID happened, and we had gotten COVID, and we had to cancel our tickets to go see. I want to say it was It was Samson or Noah, wasn't it? Yeah, and so we. I had to tell the kids, sorry, we have to cancel our tickets. And so since we canceled our tickets, now we have to go see Jesus. <laughs> I know. I remember <laughs> saying that. I was like laughing out sorry, loud. Sorry, kids. Like, you can't go see Noah. We got to go see Jesus. Yeah. And so, but we're like, okay, so we went and saw Jesus. And I honestly had never really looked into what sight and sound was and what to expect. And I was amazed, would probably be the word, just really in awe of the production. And I've seen a lot of productions because I used to live in Chicago and I saw Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat with Donny Osmond six times, folks. Six times. <laughs> Times okay, I could recite the whole thing, and she I, does. I do, <laughs> and I sing and she it. will sing it for no reason. <laughs> I really could, but I love productions like that. And so to go to this and not really know what to expect, and then to see it done so amazingly, yeah. and just be like, oh, there were a lot of the. Oh. And it's really cool. You're not just like staring at a stage. This thing is all around you. So I'm not going to tell you everything, you know, but you look all the way to your right and all the way to your left and this stage it's and the visuals amazing. wrap around you. Um, it, it is, it is awesome. So Jesus was so powerful. I don't, I don't cry at a lot of it. There were some, there were some parts of that Jesus performance that acts. I mean, you're, I mean, you know, the little Adam's apple that really uh -huh. it gets you and it's starting to creep up your throat and you're trying to hold it back. It was that. So. They they finish their Jesus run and doesn't don't they run these shows like a year year a and a year half two yeah okay. and then they change production so the um, Jesus ended in March, in, in March and then they started Esther or so, Jesus ended in December yeah so in March they started Esther, Esther started March and you know I didn't even realize that they had switched shows until somebody in the church came up to me and said hey we went to opening weekend of Esther at Sight and Sound it was phenomenal. And then, um, so we were like, oh man, that's awesome. So we had a weekend here and, um, and we took the boys and, and a friend went with us. We all went over there and it was everything that I was hoping it would be. So mm -hmm. here's, here's my little plug for it. Um, some night you need to, you and your family, friends, whatever, save your pennies, save your pennies, buy some tickets and just go make an evening of it. And it's really moving 
and it is powerful. I mean, it's it is, you know. And I think about the story. It's the story of Esther from the Bible. Well, I'm a visual learner, and that always like helps pull it all together. And it's really fascinating. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Two of our ministries here at New Life are going to see Esther. That's right. That's the women's right. ministry in May. Wow. And prime timers in the fall. And if you don't have your tickets yet, people, you better get them because it's so worth it. And who was it? Did you just say to me, like right before we hit record on the podcast, you're like, don't give away any spoilers. And I'm like, spoilers, read the Bible. <laughs> it's the story of Esther. I'm not going to. That was Abby. <laughs> it was me. Was but... that you, Abby? I thought yes. it was like, no you... spoilers. I'm like, uh, spoiler alert. Spoilers. What the I book mean, of Esther. <laughs> No, it's, it really is one of those. They did a fantastic job with the set, but it is the story of Esther. I love how they pulled it all together because of course it's all on one stage. And so you have to be able to tell the whole story of everything on one stage. And it is so cool how they laid it out how everything, like, it's just, it's amazing to me what they can do with technology and with the advancement of even just stage builds. It's like, combi- that yeah. was beautiful and amazing. It's a combination of stage sets and a huge LED wall. I read in the program that that they operate the largest LED wall in America at the Sight and Sound Theater. That That's why when I first went... I thought it was a movie. I sat down, saw this big old LED wall, and I was like, oh, we paid this much to go see a movie? And then the, that big screen that they use, and then it, it's a, it's huge. And the way they incorporate it, you don't really know if you're watching a screen or you're watching an actual set. set. And so they've got sets that build. It's just like any professional theater. Like Stuff comes out of the floor. Things drop out of the ceiling. You've got things all around you. There's sets that are spinning. There's physical sets that are spinning and moving. And then you've got this LED wall that just blends into the background. And you really lose perspective of, am I watching a digital creation or am I watching an actual thing Mm -hmm. that they built? It's It is so well done. And it blends harmoniously together. I mean, it, it's So apparently stunning. they have Moses playing out in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So the boys and I have already talked and we're planning to go see Moses at some point like this summer. Because we, we will be out there. Yeah. And uh, we're yeah. just going to try to make it part of our trip. Because we're like, well, this was pretty amazing. So now we need to go to Pennsylvania. Because I don't know if Moses has already been here or if it's coming. I guess we could probably find that out too. But yeah, it's... Um, it's it's worth your time. It's worth budgeting with your your Dave Ramsey app and and put money in your budget and go see it because it is really fantastic. <laughs> hey, nice Dave Ramsey. Product. Wow, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we did a podcast not too long ago about uh, about financial peace, and so I'm like, hey, hey budget nice. because it's not one of those cheap like go to a movie. No. Nice tie know, in. Nice tie in. Nice tie in and free this weekend only Easter <gasps> weekend. You can stream Jesus. Oh, really? I got an email from Sight and Sound Theaters, oh, their wow. production of Jesus. Yeah. Really? They recorded it, and for this weekend only, they're making it free. Well, they, oh. have, a, they have a Roku channel, and um, the Sight and Sound Theater, and it's like 89 bucks for the year, but you can stream all their stuff. But you're mm-hmm. saying... At their website. At their, oh, at their nice. website. You can stream Jesus for this weekend only Oh, because of Easter. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Oh. That's awesome. Well, you heard it here first, folks. I heard it here first. Thanks, Abby. 
You're welcome. Well, hey, that was a cool weekend. I hope you guys would go. But we got a we got a great guest in our podcast yeah, today. Yeah, this one's really good. I've been looking forward to this for quite a while. Mix, Missy Yerksa, who is our Celebrate Recovery Director here at the church, she's going to join us here on the Under the Hood podcast to talk about her story a little bit, to talk about Celebrate Recovery. And um, I won't say a whole lot about it right now because she'll explain what Celebrate Recovery is when she's with us. But it's just, I just know it's going to be a powerful um, time with her. And so you guys stay put. Missy's up next. Missy, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank welcome. you. Glad thank you could be joining us today to talk about um, very exciting stuff. I mean, just really neat ministry in our church, really mm-hmm. nationwide ministry, but neat things are happening in our church family. And we've seen over the last couple of years, God do some great things. So I'm so glad you're joining us today and Thank excited you. to talk to you. Well, hey, I'm always excited to talk about Celebrate Recovery. It's it's truly my favorite topic oh, to talk that's about. that's neat. So, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, first of all, why don't you tell everybody how you even ended up, how you and your husband even ended up at New Life? Well, it's a pretty unique story. Um, we were attending another church in Bella Vista that actually uh, closed its doors during the pandemic in 2020. And mm. this Celebrate Recovery was already going. I was a leader of the Celebrate Recovery. I was actually not the ministry leader um, at that time. But um, so the Celebrate Recovery ministry then came to New Life. You guys took ownership of the ministry. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I um, started coming here and just really fell in love with the church. And, um, and so here we are today. Uh, I'm the ministry leader for Celebrate Recovery at New Life, mm-hmm. and I could not be happier. I, I mean, it was truly a God thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I remember back in the day when when the other church that unfortunately had to close down during COVID, they started this program, it was going great, mm-hmm. and they didn't have any space. Right. And uh, we had a desire to start Celebrate Recovery, but as we'll talk about in a minute, it's not one of those ministries that you just, oh, on a Friday night you go, let's start a CR. And then <laughs> exactly. on Monday it's going. It's yeah. not that no. at all. <laughs> There's a lot and of planning. So we had desire, <clears throat> weren't quite ready to pull the trigger on that, and then we had one going and just worked out. We had the space. They had the leadership of it already. And it just kind of came together. This was all before. Effort. Yeah, it was a great collaborative effort. And that was before um, COVID. And sure. then and then when that church, unfortunately, had to close its doors, it just made sense to move it over here. And that's when we got connected with you mm-hmm. and you came over this way. So it's been a really, really good thing. For those that are listening, Missy, that may not know what CR is, why don't you, could you take just a minute and just... What is CR? Where did it come from? All that good stuff. Well, Celebrate Recovery is a Christ-centered recovery program. There is a misconception from a lot of people that believe that it's just for substance abuse. But Mm. honestly, CR is is for anybody that uh, has any kind of hurt they're dealing with, bad habits, addictions, um, any type of hang-up that just has a person stuck from moving forward in life. And um, so really, that's all of us. I think mm-hmm. we can all find that we fit in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Except um, for me. <laughs> and you're perfect. I don't have a habit. I don't have a hurt or hang up about nothing. No, no totally oh, untrue. Totally untrue. I think you're right. You know, everybody, I don't care who you are, there's something. There's a habit, hurt, or hang up. Those, those three words encompass a lot of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if somebody was being completely honest with themselves, I think, 
I think we all qualify mm-hmm. for CR. Sure. And the ministry actually started at Saddleback Church. Um, I believe it was in 1990. And one of the um, church um, attenders there or members uh, had been attending AA for several years. And um, nothing against AA. It's a fantastic program. But the higher power is whatever you want it to be. Mm. So this guy said, you know, Jesus is my higher power. And Mm. I don't. Like, you know, I, I think that we need something that um, people can come to and it's not going to be the doorknob higher power, or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case is. And so he went to the pastor at Saddleback and said, hey, I've got this idea. And, and of course, the pastor said, okay, well, how about you write something up and take this over? So anyway, wow. long story short, you know, John that's just, just in case you, for anybody <laughs> listening... If you come to one of the pastors here at New Life and say, I've got this great idea, there, there's a good chance you're going to get, well, why don't you go and lead it? Kind of, you know, hey, God put that on your heart. How can we support you do that thing? Exactly. A little side note there for exactly. future <laughs> listeners. Hey, that's kind of how some of the best things ever get started yeah. just like that. So he yeah. goes to his pastor. Yeah. So I got this idea. His pastor said, why don't you lead it? Yeah. So long story short, he designs this whole curriculum and uh, Celebrate Recovery was birthed. And um, at that time, it was just at Saddleback. And um, fun fact is my husband is actually one of the first 200 people to attend Celebrate Recovery. And um, Was he out there mm -hmm. in California at that church? Yes. He didn't actually go to that church. His um, wife at that time was working with a lady that was going to Celebrate Recovery, and she told his wife about Celebrate Recovery. They were having a lot of marital problems. Okay. And um, so then she came home and told Dave, my husband, uh-huh. about it. And he thought, you know what? I'm going to go there because I've been going to Marijuana Anonymous, which is something that doesn't exist now. But, um, it, but then it did. And he's like, and I just, I know that there, I believe in Jesus, but I don't fully know him the way that I want to know him and the way I think I should know him. And I wow. feel like that I'm going to get to know him better, understand him better in a Christ re- Christ-centered recovery program. Wow. And so that's how that all came about. Yeah. But, um, but now, I mean, you mentioned that it's nationwide, but it's actually worldwide. Mm-hmm. And there, there's, let's see, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember. I think there's, it's in 13 countries, I wow. believe. That's and amazing. I know. From 1990 to now and yeah. to see that much growth and that ministry like really expanding. Yeah. That's awesome. It's in no, all I think 50 I, states. I think I read one time that isn't it not just around the world, but isn't it, wasn't it at one time it was like the number one prison reform ministry? Yes. Like, I mean, it was in our prisons in like 13 or 20 different states. I mean, it was the preferred recovery program in prison. That is correct. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's in all 50 states, but I know that it's definitely a very large, I mean, it's called Celebrate Recovery Inside. Yeah. So this thing has some wings. I mean, it's flown and it has spread. Yes. Well, that that is fantastic. Seven million people, seven million plus people have successfully... Uh, gone through this program, gone through the 12 steps of Celebrate Recovery, which we call a step study. 
and found healing. And it's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice. And people can go on their website, Celebrate Recovery as a, <laughs> as a main website, and they can find any Celebrate Recovery meeting yes. in America. Yes, and are they primarily that. in churches, aren't they? Or, they? or am I not thinking correctly about that? They're, they have to be in a church. They have to be in church. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. It has to be under the umbrella of a church. That's oh, right. Wow. That's right. Mm-hmm. I knew that, but I forgot that I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, fantastic. That is awesome. So what's your history with Celebrate Recovery? Yeah, how did you get connected you, with Celebrate Recovery? Yeah. Well, last week, um, I picked up my 14-year coin. Wow, congratulations. Yes, yes thank that's you. Awesome. Yeah, that's a big deal. Because 14 years ago, I walked into my first Celebrate Recovery meeting in Fayetteville at a church, a Christian Life Cathedral in Fayetteville. And um, the reason I went to that one was just because it was the closest to me from where I lived at the time. But um, what brought me in the door of Celebrate Recovery was that um, at that time, I had been widowed for six months. Mm. And I, oh, I don't even have to tell you, I was a broken mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can imagine. Um, because I, you know, I was 41, and mm-hmm. uh, when we did not have children, we weren't able to have children. And so now here I am, and I'm suddenly in my house, just me and my cat. Okay. And um, trying to live a life that I didn't really know how to live Mm. by myself. Right. Um, My identity (laughs) was in that marriage, basically. Mm. You know, Um, I want to say, you know, I I went to church. I believed in the Lord. um, But still, you know, I didn't know how to find my identity in Christ. It was in this marriage. And, um, you know, the truth is, is that I really made a lot of mistakes in that marriage. And um, when he passed away, there was a lot of unresolved um, Mm. things. And so, and his death was not expected. Um, Short story here. uh, um, One evening we were at home you know, we'd both gotten off work, had dinner, you know, he was in the office at our house doing some work and I was just watching TV in the living room and he comes in and something was wrong with him. I I knew the second I saw him, something's not right. And he said, I don't feel well. And just goes and lies down on the couch. And, um, a couple of days later, we decided that we need to go to the doctor because, it was almost like stroke-like symptoms, but uh, I don't know why we didn't mm-hmm. go sooner. I mean, you think you probably should go to the emergency room if you have a stroke, but but we didn't. Um, anyway, we um, we go to the doctor. They uh, do a CT scan. They say, you know, we um, are seeing lesions on your brain. And um, so he had an MRI, and the neurologist said, I, I really believe that there's cancer and Mm. we need to do surgery. So, um, so he goes in, has surgery and less than 48 hours after his surgery, um, he died from Mm. complications from the surgery. Mm. And I didn't, I, I mean, I just, it was so shocking. Mm. I was never expecting this, you know, and, um, my whole family's there, um, we were going to find out the next day that his pathology report had come back and that he had glioblastoma, which if you've ever heard of that, it's, um, 
It's a primary form of brain cancer. It's very aggressive. It, it, it's really not treatable. They can prolong your life a little bit, but it's, it's not livable, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, um, the doctor, it had, it had, it was very aggressive. And the doctor said he's really was, I was going to tell you that he only had nine months to live. Mm. And so anyway, so here I am and, you know, I've got all this unresolved stuff in my marriage that I've, that we had never really dealt with. And I just remember, um, being so consumed with guilt and shame. Mm. And I, um, I didn't know what to do with that. And, you know, I, I grew up in a Christian home. I have fantastic parents, great sisters, um, loved both sets of grandparents, very close to them. Uh, my, uh, my family was very involved in our church and, um, but honestly, you know, my parents were old school, you know, I mean, you don't talk about anything. Everything's private. You sweep everything under the rug. Everything's fine. You know, we can't let anybody know that mm. we have problems or, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so frankly, I didn't know how to talk. Mm. I did not know how to express myself. I tried going to, um, to see counselors, but, um, after this, but it just wasn't what I needed. It, I really needed, frankly, I needed assignments, if that makes sense. Like I needed homework to do. Mm. Okay. I didn't need to just talk. I needed stuff to read and, and process and, and questions to, to, to answer, to help get my, my thoughts and my feelings out. And so mm. When I heard about Celebrate Recovery, which I actually found out about on a Facebook post, I had never heard of Celebrate Recovery before. And when I read that, I, I saw the words in there, in this post that said, hurts, habits, and hangups. But really what I saw from all of that was hope. I saw hope. Mm. And I thought, I'm going to try this out because I've been trying all of these other things. I've been masking this pain with alcohol and food and, um, you, you know, just things that I didn't need to be mm -hmm. masking with. And I'm going to go there. And I really, really think that this is, this is where I'm going to find healing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just knew. That's awesome. And so 14 years ago, I walked in. And I'll be honest, when I heard people, you know, saying, hi, my name is so-and-so, and I struggle with this and that, and, you know, and everybody going, well, hi, Joe, hi, yeah. so, you know, I mean, I thought, wait a minute, this is, this is like AA or mm -hmm. something, I, you know, yeah. I've never been to a recovery meeting, I didn't know it was going to be like this, and I thought it was kind of strange, and people were going up and taking chips for 30 days, but, and I thought to myself, Literally in my mind, I said, Missy, how did you get here? <laughs> I remember thinking that that night. And um, I, I just thought, you know, you've really made, you've made a mess of things in your life. You have not lived for the Lord. You've turned to things outside of your marriage You've, you've turned to other guys, you've turned to alcohol, you, you've done all these things that have just messed everything up, <laughs> you know, 
And so you need to stay with this program. Mm -hmm. And so I did. Wow. And, um, you know, I went through a step study right away. There was one open. I jumped right into it. Um, I wasn't honest about things, you know, it took me a long time to be honest, but those questions in those books, that was what I needed Mm. to, that was how I was unable or how I was able to unscramble the mess that I had in my head, you know, being able to express my feelings, being able to express what I was hurting or why I was hurting and how I was hurting and who I've hurt and, um, you know, talk about um, my resentments. Mm-hmm. And, um, and through all of that, just like a pivotal moment in my recovery was learning to forgive myself. That was huge. I was really stuck in that. I felt like such a horrible person. Mm. And being able to just actually forgive myself, that was just a catalyst mm-hmm. in my recovery and um, making amends with some people that I needed to make amends with. It's a process. Yes. You said took you a while to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I just assumed everybody walked into CR complete honest and transparency <laughs> on day one. No, yeah, no, no. <laughs> definitely not. Now there no. are some that, you know, no, right I, I say that yeah. facetiously. I know it takes time. Yeah. You know, everybody well, and to build trust absolutely. and to be comfortable. Well, and to in learn that, that this is a safe environment. Well, yeah. and that's you, know, you what can I, say it's a safe environment, but it doesn't mean that people are going to believe you on day yes. one. Right. That, I was going to ask about that. Like, that's one of the things that CR is built on is that trust and what set what's said there stays there. Yes. So can you kind of walk us through a little bit of like what an evening at um, a CR is like? Yes. So. We start off, we have a meal together. Um, not everybody makes it for it just simply because they, they don't get off work at mm-hmm. t- you know, one time or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, And then Celebrate Recovery kicks off at 6.30 every okay. Thursday night uh, here at New Life. And um, we have a time of worship. Uh, we have a band, you know, great worship leader. Um, and then we, um, you know, one week we'll have a recovery teaching and based on the 12 steps, um, uh, also, the eight, w- there's eight principles and 12 steps. The eight principles are based on the Sermon on the Mount. Okay. Okay, so the Beatitudes. Um, and, then, um, and then the next week, we will have a testimony. And that's always from somebody that has gone through the 12-step the step study and completed it successfully, and then written out their testimony. Okay. So it's not just anybody gets up there and shares. It's um, it's actually someone that has gone through the program. Okay. And um, and then after that, we break out into open share groups, and uh, the men and women separate there mm-hmm. because we believe it's really important for it to be gender specific, mm-hmm. uh, so that the men and women feel safe. Mm-hmm. That you know the the you know because. Sometimes, um, you know, a lot of us women, we have issues with men and they have issues with Mm -hmm. us, right? (laughs) And so that way we are able to just safely talk about what we need to say and not feel like, well, this guy sitting next to me, I I really can't talk because, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm kind of don't have a very good um, relationship Mm -hmm. with guys or whatever, okay? So, uh, but yeah, anything that is said in 
celebrate recovery, any, you know, even your attendance there is anonymous Mm -hmm. and confidential. Nice. And that is very important. I mean, we are very strict on that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the whole concept. You guys say it every time you meet. What's said here stays here. Right. And I think you guys even have an, an understanding that, hey, if you bump into somebody else out on the street that goes to celebrate recovery... The idea is not to go, hey, glad to see you celebrate recovery. And yeah. wasn't that great, that speaker last week? And, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it depends on the environment. But, you know, that's not the idea. It's, right. It is anonymous, you know, because, right. you know, sometimes people's hurts and habits are out in the public eye. And most of the time they're not out right. in the public eye. Exactly. And um, but what's what's true in all cases is that the Bible has something to say about what you're going through. Sure. And the Bible will help you recover. God will help you recover. And now you had mentioned a step study a few times. Mm-hmm. Would you talk about that just a little bit more? Like what is a step study? Because that's different than the the Thursday night gathering. Yes, it's different. It's on a different night. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so um, we have four workbooks. And you work through those workbooks you meet at a specific time that's already set aside. Ladies have their own. The men have their own group. And um, so through the week, you are uh, writing down y- your answers to those questions that are in the book. And then you come to the group and you share it in the group. Now, one time I was explaining this to somebody and they said, that sounds awful. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. <You know? laughs> but I will say that that very same person actually did start coming to Celebrate Recovery mm-hmm. and got into a step study and is now one of our leaders. Yeah. Oh, okay. wow. That's cool. Right. I remember I was... It was awful, but I, they made it. <laughs> yeah, I was attending one of the Celebrate Recoveries one night when you guys were giving out the one-year um, recognition for people that have gone through their one-year step study. Yeah. And that was really special because you could see how proud they they looked. And does that, once you go through the step study, then are you qualified to lead one after that? Or you have to go through one before you can lead one? Yes, you have to go through it and and you have to complete it. Right. Mm. And, um, and that's a commitment. It is a commitment because it can be up to a year, mm-hmm. sometimes even more, really longer. I mean, not typically, but it depends on the size of the group, you know, and really, mm-hmm. because if it's a large group, mm-hmm. um, then it just takes longer to get through the questions. But, okay. um, but yeah, it's, usually it's about a year. And, um, so it is definitely a commitment Yeah, and you know, you're expected to be there, mm-hmm. you know, every week. Um, and honestly, people who are dealing with some of these addictions, I mean, the more often you meet, the better right. for that accountability. Not necessarily an addiction. Well, no, but I mean, I mean if, if somebody it, yeah. is trying to overcome an addiction, yeah. that extra layer of accountability, that's, I mean, that's what I was saying. I don't, I mean, if you're trying to really, you're really putting the work into it, mm-hmm. being with people is a good thing. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And you know, those, being in those groups builds trust. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many people that their trust is so broken yep. that um, they don't think they can trust anybody. And they learn to trust in those groups. And those relationships form and are just lifetime yep. friendships. Mm. You know, I still hold, you know, my first step study, those ladies are so near and dear to my heart. And I will never forget them. Mm-hmm. You know? That's neat. Um, well, I think it's a wonderful expression of what the church is supposed to be. Oh, yes. With or without CR, don't you want those kind of relationships in the church? Those you know those formed, those yeah. deep form, and in in many ways, I think CR is probably 
um, leading the charge for that deep level of relationships. Because, you know, it's, it's easy to come to church on a Sunday morning, slip in, slip out. You know, it's what you make. I mean, if somebody doesn't want to be known, you won't be known. If somebody makes the effort to build relationships, get in a life group, get plugged in, serve, they're going to build those relationships. But just sitting here listening to you talk about it, the thought just hit me. I think maybe CR is probably leading the charge mm. in relationship building. Because yes. if you go through those step studies, um, you don't come out the same way that you went in. It's not shallow. And right. you, it's deep. That's and good. you yeah. come out with more meaningful relationships than when you went in. Mm-hmm. And I think in that what the church is supposed to be doing. Absolutely. I think so. And you come out a better person. Yes. So And CR meets every single week. Yes. Every week. I mean, fail. even on Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, we're there nice. every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And you know, the only reason why we're not there is if the roads are slick. Mm-hmm. You know. So, can't get up the hill. <laughs> yeah. Which happens a lot in Bella Vista. It does. Now, speak for a minute, because we've only talked about adults. But CR is not just for adults. No, it's not. Why don't not. you talk about the, the children's component to CR and maybe what we're trying to do here at New Life with that. Yes. So um, we do have a spot for the kids. Uh, we, can, we have child care from uh, birth to like pre-K. And then from kindergarten to fifth grade, we have Celebration Place. And that is a recovery program for the kids. Um, now, it's not just, it's not exactly like the adults. I mean, it's a more fun mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's geared, it's age appropriate, I should mm-hmm. say. And um, so, you know, and we're also going to be starting the landing very soon. Like just, uh, we're kind of start doing some walkthroughs and like some dress mm-hmm. rehearsals, if mm-hmm. you will, mm-hmm. um, in a couple of weeks. And the landing is Celebrate Recovery for Teenagers or Students. Wow. And um, I'm very excited about this yeah. because um, I, mean, I don't have to say there's a real need, mm-hmm. you know, for that. And, right. um, and But I think what I'm most proud about and happy about and excited about is the fact that an entire family can come now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we have a place for everybody to come. There, there won't be any reason to think that that this parent can't come because there's not a place for their 14 year old mm-hmm. and that they don't want to leave home. Yeah. Right. And so it's so needed. Um, our the leaders that are going to be leading the landing are so excited about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been prepping now for a few weeks and. Um, and actually spending time together. Like last Saturday, they got together and just had some fun together. And I just oh, love how it's just all forming and yeah. how God is just, everything has just fallen into place mm-hmm. for that to start. Right. So um, really exciting times. So it's yeah. a ministry that is has grown over the years to serve the whole family. Yes. I think that's fantastic. Now, I know that <laughs> we've had many, many, many victory stories throughout Celebrate Recovery. Problem is we can't share them here because <laughs> the way that it's confidential. So yeah. I guess you're just going to have to take, to, our, word take our word for it. This ministry is changing lives yeah. and anybody can come, right? That's right. There's no signups. You can no, just, you just show, show up. up. And um, and I can tell you, uh, I've been to CR three or four times now. And, um, and it is. There's something special in the water that happens mm-hmm. there. It's very authentic. It's very real. Um, it's moving. I don't think I've been to a CR. I haven't had to wipe a tear away from my eye at least once or twice. You know, when you see that person go down and grab their chip for whatever reason, they're grabbing that chip for you. Know, whatever exciting. day this is, whatever it, it means, and mm-hmm. and um, it, it's pretty special. I can say from firsthand experience that 
that if you do choose to come, it's you are going to be welcomed. You are not going to be judged at all. And um, right. you come as you are and you bring whatever that is with you. And, and we start from there. Mm-hmm. And it's not a fix your problems and then come be a part of what we're doing. It's not right. that kind of no. ministry. It is you come be a part of it and let's together with God's help, we're going to walk through this and work through this. Mm-hmm. Well, Missy, what would you say to somebody who might be listening to this in their car or out on a walk or something like that? And they're like connecting with that going, man, that sounds like something I need or what, what, what could you say to them that would help push them over that, help them take that step of faith? What, man, I, I just, what would you say to that person like that? Well, um, I know from experience that it's not easy to even recognize that you need this. Okay. Like we, we have pride and we, we want to believe that we're above our problems. Right. Um, but the fact is, is that we need something bigger than ourselves. And I know what it's like to pull into a parking lot, see these cars, look at the door and think, Oh, What's going to be on the other side there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, this is scary, you know, but please do it. Mm. Please just walk through the door. That's the biggest step right there. Mm-hmm. Once you get through that door, you're there. Mm-hmm. And I can promise you that you're going to be met with, with um, loving people. We're a great group of people. Um, you know, we're not going to scare you or, you know, throw our arms around you if that's not what you want, but, but we're going to accept you. And, um, we don't expect you to clean up before you walk in. Neither does Jesus. You just come, just come. And we want to walk the journey with you. You know, we want to be there. We want to support you. We can't fix you. That's not what we're there for. We're not there to fix you. Um, because this is your recovery, not ours, but we're going to be there to support you. And, um, you know, one of the things that we say is a couple, there's two things, two things we say in Celebrate Recovery that I love. And one is God never wastes a hurt Mm -hmm. and don't quit until your miracle happens. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he takes those problems and he uses those for good, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, one thing that, um, there was a lot of really good things that came out actually from me losing my first husband. Mm. You know, um, one thing is look at me today, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I am not the same person that I was 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. God did a major work on me in these years. And, um, you know, as I say, these are, these have been the best 14 years of my life. And mm-hmm. I sincerely mean that mm-hmm. I'm, I, um, I'm happy I I'm not stuck in that I'm not I'm not that person I used to be. I'm not stuck there. I use that word a lot because that's just how I felt. I felt so stuck mm-hmm. in my mess and I did not know how to get out of it. And um now I walk in freedom from all of that. I mean, does that mean that things don't come up in my brain sometimes or, you know, or I don't have, you know, I don't have thoughts or I don't uh, struggle, or mm-hmm. I don't, um, you know, think about relapsing or whatever. Yes, of course I do. Yeah. But those are fleeting. Mm-hmm. You know, I know how to work through those problems now, and and I know that's not who I am anymore. 
you know? And so, you know, the three most important things that I have ever done was surrender my life to Christ, marry my husband, and walk into my first Celebrate Recovery meeting. Hmm. Those are the three things that I have done in my life that are the most important to me. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's awesome. awesome. And your husband's, he's right in there with you. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. there every step of the way, and he's yeah. got his own way. Of, I mean, through Celebrate Recovery, you're very much a partnership. Yes, we are. We definitely are. Mm-hmm. Um, he helps me out on the guy side of things mm-hmm. a lot, and uh, he is... Uh, now, if you've ever met Dave, you know, he's a goofball, and he's <laughs> super... You know, you never know... Dave is still the only man in this Dave. church that's ever come up and given me a kiss. <laughs> yeah. So he has... Yeah. He Not has the, the he has that distinction. Yeah, Dave is just Dave. I didn't I mean, even I didn't even mind it that much. Oh. <laughs> he, he kissed me around the Don't neck and like I was gonna say, I'm he like, kissed you on the beard, didn't he? Uh, I think he got me. Uh, he caught me in my blind spot. I think, and he caught me around the neck, and I'm like. Yeah, that's all right. That's so <laughs> I'm not surprised. Dave is just Dave, you know. But he is so gifted mm-hmm. with recovery. I, I, I mean, he just he blows my mind the mm-hmm. things that I hear him say to people. Like he's, I think we're both in our element when mm-hmm. we are talking recovery. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've learned so much from him. Well, I when I my interactions with your husband, I, he just strikes me as somebody who's very authentic. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. What you see. Is what you get. That's right. And yeah. who you see on Sunday is who we see on Sunday is probably who you see on Monday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's a very authentic That's person. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> He's the same guy no matter what. That's so awesome. I enjoy my time with him a lot and and um but that's awesome. Well, Missy, I'll tell you, I, we're so thankful you came in to share this on the podcast. Yeah, I, thank you. I I know there's people who are listening to this mm-hmm. who need CR. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's gonna be at least one person who hears this. And it's going to come because they're going to relate to something you said, because mm-hmm. they're going to say the uh, Missy of 14 years ago is me today mm-hmm. and I need to start this journey. And so mm-hmm. if that's you, I hope that you'll take that, that bold step. I, I you know, we'll be praying for you and that, uh, that, that you'll take the first, it just take, you said something very pivotal just a minute ago. You said, all you got to do is just walk through the door. Yeah. That's it. All yeah. you got to do is walk through the door. Let God handle that's the rest. That's the hardest step. Yeah. That's right. And there's one somewhere near you. Like if you're listening and you want to be a part of CR and you don't live in Northwest Arkansas, they just get on the website, celebraterecovery.com. Yes, yeah. And and find there's one. There's a group locator on yep. there. And something you said too that really stuck out. You said, you know, the last fourteen years of your life have been the best you've had. Mm-hmm. And because you know you had a before, you had an after. You, you knew where you like before, you know where you are today. Mm-hmm. And you know without the pain from the past, you probably wouldn't be who you are today. That's right. And I said something at church this weekend in my sermon. I said, you know, God never gives us the play-by-play of our lives. That's you know, right. he, he never puts the script out in front of you and says, this is how your life is going to go. And I've thought a lot about that kind of idea. Like, boy, life would sure be a whole lot easier if God would just tell us ahead of time you know, how things were going to go. And now I related that to the Israelites at Mount Sinai. God didn't tell them. He said, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to go with you. I'm never going to leave you, forsake you. You know, trust me. He told them all that, but he never gave my itinerary. And on this day, and I I really hit me as I was working that sermon going, you know, God doesn't give us an itinerary of our lives ahead of time either. Mm -hmm. And if he did, we would avoid every hard thing that came. And if we avoided every hard thing in our lives, 
we'd never become who God intended right. us to be. And I remember you saying that. Yeah. And I and I loved it. And I totally related to it when you mm-hmm. said that in your in your message because it's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. You know, if I had known that I was going to lose Mark, my mm-hmm. first husband, there's so many things that I would have done differently or not done. There's good things that I may or may not have done. Um, and you know, the bad things I wouldn't mm-hmm. have, I just wouldn't have learned the mm-hmm. things that I learned, you know, from his death and God really used that. I mean, not just for me, but he used it for other people too. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of really good things that came out mm-hmm. from his death mm-hmm. from right. other people too. Yeah. That's right. I think God takes all those experiences and shapes. You know, the word says, you know, all things work together for good yes. for those who love the Lord. Your heart steered towards the Lord. And mm-hmm. he used CR to help you get there. Mm-hmm. And our heart steers towards the Lord. Things begin to work out for the good of those love. So God can take anything that's broken and turn it into something for his purposes and his glory. Right. And that's why he doesn't script it out for us ahead of time. Right. He knows exactly how our lives are going to play out. But he doesn't tell us ahead of time because he needs those hard things. He needs mm-hmm. those challenges to shape us to who we're going to be. And we either lean in towards God or we lean away. And when we lean away, it usually goes down a more destructive path. When we lean in, then it goes towards a godly path. And that's why I appreciate about CR. It helps people lean into God's healing, mm-hmm. lean into his path, his direction. So for those of you listening to this, I know right now some of you need it. Some of you are contemplating right now. Just circle your calendar for this Thursday. Yes. Six o'clock. Five thirty. Five five thirty dinner. Five thirty for dinner. So come in with a full stomach. That is also (laughs) Christian. Yeah. (laughs) Eat first, and I've always found that food opens my heart to Jesus better than anything else. So (laughs) eat and then come, and then we have something for your family too. And if anybody has more questions, or you know, just Missy, if they just want to talk to you, Mm -hmm. like how would you, how would you direct them for more information? Our website for sure. Sure, they can uh, check. Check out Celebrate Recovery at newlifenwa.com. They can email Missy at CR yes. at newlifenwa.com and then check out our website, newlifenwa.com slash CR. Mm-hmm. Celebraterecovery.com will also lead you here sure. to New Life. Yeah, absolutely. We also have a Facebook page. Yep, there's a Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, Celebrate Recovery Bella Vista, mm-hmm. and, and there's also Instagram. A, and there's also a national CR website sure. if they want to get some more information. Yeah. There's lots of, what I'm trying to say is there's lots of ways yeah. you find out. Don't let a lack of information be yeah. a reason you don't Just know. Just call the church and ask yeah. for Call the church, <laughs> yeah. ask for Missy. Well, yeah. One way or the other. So, well, Missy, thank you so much thank for being you, on the Missy. Under the Hood podcast today. I've enjoyed this conversation I and I know too. that God's going to do some great things with it. I have to. I'm so, I'm so glad. Thank you for having me today. That's all for today's show. We want to thank our amazing producer, Abby O'Brien. Be sure to check out our show notes and the links for things that we talked about today. And don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for joining us on Under Under the the Hood. Hood. Not a car show.